Section 37 of the Promulgation of Universal Peace, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Promulgation of Universal Peace, Volume 1, by Abdul Baha Abbas. May 31, 1912, at Town Hall, Fanwood, New Jersey. From Persian Notes. The material world is subject to change and transformation. The cause of the kingdom is eternal, therefore it is the most important. But alas, day by day, the power of the kingdom in human hearts is weakened, and material forces gain the ascendancy. The divine signs are becoming less and less, and human evidences grow stronger. They have reached such a degree that materialists are advancing and aggressive, while divine forces are waning and vanishing. Irreligion has conquered religion. The cause of the chaotic condition lies in the differences among the religions and finds its origin in the animosity and hatred existing between sects and denominations. The materialists have availed themselves of this dissension amongst the religions and are constantly attacking them, intending to uproot the tree of divine planting. Owing to strife and contention among themselves, the religions are being weakened and vanquished. If a commander is at variance with his army in the execution of military tactics, there is no doubt he will be defeated by the enemy. Today the religions are at variance, enmity, strife, and recrimination prevail among them. They refuse to associate, nay, rather, if necessary, they shed each other's blood. Read history and record to see what dreadful events have happened in the name of religion. For instance, the Hebrew prophets were sent to announce Christ, but unfortunately the Talmud and its superstitions veiled His Holiness so completely that they crucified their promised Messiah. Had they renounced the Talmudic traditions and investigated the reality of the religion of Moses, they would have become believers in Christ. Blind adherence to forms and imitation of ancestral beliefs deprived them of their messianic bounty. They were not refreshed by the downpouring rain of mercy, nor were they illumined by the rays of the sun of truth. Imitation destroys the foundation of religion, extinguishes the spirituality of the human world, transforms heavenly illumination into darkness, and deprives man of the knowledge of God. It is the cause of victory of materialism and infidelity over religion. It is the denial of divinity and the law of revelation. It refuses prophethood and rejects the kingdom of God. When materialists subject imitations to the intellectual analysis of reason, they find them to be mere superstitions. Therefore they deny religion. For instance, the Jews have ideas as to the purity and impurity of religion, but when you subject these ideas to scientific scrutiny, they are found to be without foundation. Is it impossible for us to receive the infinite bounties of God? Is it impossible to attain the virtues of the spiritual world because we are not living in the time of His Holiness Moses, the period of the prophets or the era of His Holiness Christ? Those were spiritual cycles. Can we not develop spiritually because we are far from them and are living in a materialistic age? The God of Moses and Jesus is able to bestow the same favors, nay, greater favors, upon His people in this day. For example, in past ages he bestowed reason, intelligence, and understanding upon his servants. Can we say he is not able to confer his bounties in this century? Would it be just if he sent his holiness Moses for the guidance of past nations and entirely neglected those living now? Could it be possible that this present period has been deprived of divine bounties while past ages of tyranny and barbarism received an inexhaustible portion of them? The same merciful God who bestowed his favors in the past has opened the doors of his kingdom to us. The rays of his sun are shining, the breath of the Holy Spirit is quickening. That omniscient God still assists and confirms us, illumines our hearts, gladdens our souls, and perfumes our nostrils with the fragrances of holiness. 
divine wisdom and providence have encircled all and spread the heavenly table before us we must take a bountiful share of this generous favor the work of the shepherd is to bring together the scattered sheep if he disperses the united flock he is not the shepherd as the prophets fulfilled their mission in this respect they are the true shepherds when his holiness moses appeared the israelitish people were disorganized enmity and discord increased their disunion with divine power he assembled and united the scattered flock placed within their hearts the pearl of love freed them from captivity and led them out of egypt into the holy land they made wonderful progress in sciences and arts bonds of social and national strength cemented them their progress in human virtues was so rapid and wonderful that they rose to the zenith of the solomonic sovereignty could it be said that moses was not a real shepherd and that he did not gather these scattered people together his holiness christ was a real shepherd at the time of his manifestation the greeks romans assyrians and egyptians were like so many scattered flocks christ breathed upon them the spirit of unity and harmonized them therefore it is evident that the prophets of god have come to unite the children of men and not to disperse them to establish the law of love and not enmity consequently we must lay aside all prejudice whether it be religious racial political or patriotic we must become the cause of the unification of the human race strive for universal peace seek the means of love and destroy the basis of disagreement so that this material world may become divine the world of matter the realm of the kingdom and humanity attain to the world of perfection end of section thirty seven